This is the Historian's Podcast. I'm Bob Cudmore. We welcome Danielle Sanzone of WMHT Telecommunications, where she is social media coordinator. How are you doing, Danielle? Great. How are you doing, Bob? Good. It was uh, good to talk to you, and we were uh, just chatting before we began the recording. You've had experience as a newspaper reporter working for the uh, record over in uh, Troy, New York, but uh, came to WMHT in mid-November. Uh, this podcast is carried by RISE, WMHT's radio service for the blind and print disabled, so that's maybe one of the reasons we're uh, glad to have you on. The other is it's really uh, even though you're talking about modern cutting-edge uh, stuff, social media, we're talking about history. Uh, there's a well-known uh, PBS show that WMHT carries called Finding Your Roots, which is hosted by Henry Louis Gates, uh, Jr., the well-known uh, Harvard University uh, African-American studies professor. And it's, it's, it happens to be a show I like a lot. Um, but maybe I should, instead of pontificating on it, ask you about it. What's the premise of Finding Your Roots? Oh, well, as you had said, uh, Skip Gates, he's been doing it now for, I think, three years. Well, it's into the uh, third season now. Um, and he uh, reaches out to basically nationally known and I think some internationally known um, celebrities uh, to you know, see if they'd be interested in learning more about their family ancestry. Um, you know, this past week, for example, it was uh, Maya Rudolph, you know, pretty famous um, SNL actress who's, you know, has since also gone off, you know, and done a lot of movies. Uh, it was uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans, you know, a comedian who I think started in Living Color, and uh, Shonda Rhimes, uh, who's a writer, and um, I think she was uh, the one that started uh, Grey's Anatomy, which some people might have heard of, you know, it's fairly popular show as well, so not on WMHT, but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, sure. Well, you know, one thing, I, I was trying to think of some way to d describe it, uh, you know, that maybe capsulizes it. And this will work, unfortunately, only for people of my advanced age. But there used to be this early television show, Ralph Edwards, I want to say, where he did This Is Your Life, you know, uh, Danielle Sanzone. And, and all these people would come on from your past and uh, they'd have uh, things they'd show you from your past. Well, what Henry Louis Gates seems to do is that this is your ancestry. And exactly. A, yeah, a team of people works on this, it appears. And they they always end up presenting a, a book uh, to the subject of uh, about their past. Right, exactly. I think they call it the Book of Life. And um, in that, you know, um, they're able from that, that's the result of uh, their research with genealogy. They look at, you know, the people's uh, DNA. Um, tracing back to, you know, try to find out, you know, if they really are related to certain people or not, um, or certain, you know, ethnicities, um, and, you know, just overall, um, you know, certain countries around the world, you know, if they're from certain areas, so which is kind of cool that they're able to uh, trace that just from DNA, so. Yeah, and it's, uh, right, from DNA and also kind of uh, research, I mean, what genealogists do, research in libraries and uh, church records and and things like that. Well, what is yeah. it that you're doing in connection with social uh, media, Facebook, Twitter, and all that stuff, uh, and this particular program? Yep. So with social media, we're reaching out to our audience on, you know, specifically Facebook and Twitter, but really, you know, anybody, 
in the area that would be interested in um, sharing with us their stories about their own families. Um, you know, wh whether it's something short, like, you know, hi, my name is Danielle Sanzone. I'm 50% Sicilian. And, um, you know, my, my grandparents came over, you know, from Sicily in the early 1900s. And then, you know, in my case, you know, I, I could maybe use like a photo or something of my grandparents that came over. So, you know, we're asking people to share those sort of stories on our Facebook and on um, Twitter. Um, you know, with Facebook and Twitter, uh, we've already, you know, posted a bunch of things um, re related to the Finding Your show, and people could, you know, easily just comment on those, or they could also message us. And, you know, for people that aren't on, you know, social media, since, you know, I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, um, they could always email me as well at dsanzone at wmht.org. D-Sanzone, S-A-N-Z-O-N-E. And I, again, find this interesting stuff. I've uh, been making somewhat of a living from uh, history, and it, it does interest me. But, you know, you're talking about your own background. You're uh, 50, yeah. is it 50 percent of your ancestry from Sicily. Uh, right. I've been to Sicily once. Where, where were they from? You know, what, what community? They were, it was near the Palermo area. It was a small village called uh, Rocco Palumbo. Um, I've only been near Palermo. I've only been there once as well, but my family, um, my dad's never actually been, and it's his, he's 100% Sicilian, so really? we're hoping to actually go next year. Well, when we went to Sicily, we started, and we drove around Sicily. Uh, we rented a car, uh, but we started in Castle del Mar del Golfo, which is near Palermo. Do you, do you know if that's near where you were? What you're talking about, or maybe we, this yeah. is... Yeah. Oh, wow, cool. What did well, you think of the area? <laughs> and, and Oh, I loved it. And Castle de Mar is like this seacoast village, and it happens to be a place where a lot of Americans came from, you know, Sicilian-Americans. In fact, um, a good friend, in fact, a member of our family who's uh, in public radio, well, I can throw the whole nine yards, his name uh, is uh, Jamie Bologna. Uh, his oh. family's from there, and he helped us... Um, you know, set up um, a place to stay and all that kind of stuff because the Bologna family came from Castle Del Mar. They settled in the uh, Boston area, uh, and uh, Jamie goes back quite a lot. I mean, all through his life, he's gone gone back there because, you know, there is that real Sicilian emphasis on family. Mm, yes. Oh, it, which is very evident with my own family. <laughs> so yeah. it's very important to my father yep. <laughs> and my mom. Yeah, so maybe you'll you'll get back. I'm sure they'll treat. In fact, I remember we were standing in line at the post office in uh, mm -hmm. Castle Del Mar del Golfo, and there was a you know a guy in the, just ahead of us who's from Brooklyn, you know, but he comes back there you know every year to spend a few weeks. Well, anyway, so that's the kind of tangent you can get on with this uh, this sort of thing. Um, exactly, it, I think everybody can relate with you know sharing your your family histories and stories. It's kind of fun. So yeah, and. Um, so people can post on Facebook, and also if they don't aren't familiar with that sort of thing, uh, they can send you the email. That's the idea, right? Yeah, and our um, you know, people can either go on Facebook to search WMHT, or they can go to Facebook.com/slash Public Media WMHT, and that's our page. So, and then Twitter as well. But you know, it's a little bit harder to you know say all about your family history on Twitter because it's 140 characters. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm too much of a blabbermouth to do, to do anything a, a, on Twitter. You know, I just <laughs> well anyway. But Facebook's more for me. In fact, 
uh, the, drop the other shoe. I uh, sent in w one of the uh, one of my family stories to you about my uh, grandmother who was living in Randall, New York, in the uh, Mohawk Valley in World War One, and her husband died, and she had three small children, including my mother. And uh, to support her living uh, at that time, she fed and otherwise cared for soldiers who were guarding the uh, the lock on the then wonder of engineering, the Barge Canal on the on the Mohawk River. And there's this scrapbook that has come down to me uh, from those days. One of the soldiers took a lot of pictures of my grandmother and her, uh, what shall I say, her soldier friends. Yeah, no, the, the photo was really, really cool, and the story itself was really, I mean, yeah, it was, Again, you know, it's a long story, so how do you put that on, you know, Twitter? <laughs> but Yeah, but, uh, me hard. well, I did something after you guys ran it on Facebook. And uh, yeah. I must say, uh, you know, I've been telling this story for a long time. I'm a mm -hmm. writer of local histories, and it was in my first book, Stories from the uh, Mohawk Valley. But I've had a, a, a great reaction to its posting on the uh, WMHT uh, Finding Your Roots Facebook page. People seem to really be, uh, you know, focusing on that. Yeah, no, I saw, you know, multiple people have liked it, and yeah, I know they've been you know, interested in it, which is, you know, it's things like that that are really, really nice to get people just talking about, you know, um, you know, each other's histories and backgrounds. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but uh, yeah. what are some of the other stories that have come in or an example of some of the other stories? Well, we had uh, a lunch here, actually, at WMHT, where um, uh, we had some of our coworkers uh, talk about, you know, their family backgrounds. And, you know, one of my coworkers, for example, she brought in a, like a gemology uh, sampling, basically, of all these different gemstones because one of her ancestors, you know, worked with gems. Uh, and that dated back, you know, I, I think it was about 100 years. It, it was definitely at least decades ago, mm -hmm. uh, which was really cool. And then, you know, a bunch of people brought in, you know, old, very old photos of, um, of their families. We um, were also doing another kind of, you know, it, it, it's kind of like a spinoff in some ways of the Finding Roots, but on a local level, we're, we're talking with uh, local, local celebrities. Um, people including, you know, Lydia Colbita, Benita Zahn, um, some local politicians uh, like John McDonald, Jim Tedesco, and um, uh, the new mayor in Troy, uh, Patrick Madden. And he, uh, for example, he's going to be uh, uh, submitting a photo of a um, an antique rifle that his, uh, I think it's his great-grandfather owned. And, you know, just kind of, he's going to talk about that, you know, as far as, you know, what you know, I don't think it's even been shot, but it's just, it's an heirloom in his family that you know it's been passed down for you know a couple of generations, and it's those sort of things that people you know people like to hold on to heirlooms and um, jewelry and things like that that you know they have the sentimental value, which is really cool. So we're also encouraging people to um, you know take photos of those sort of things as well, and you know submit those online as well. Um, mm -hmm. And if people also if people you know would want more information on this, like I said, the wmht.org finding your roots. Um, slash finding roots is a, a good resource. Mm -hmm. um, what did Benita Zahn have to say, or don't you know yet, or that skipped, skipped she your hasn't mind? She has submitted it yet, so I, I'm ah. basically um, asking. Or 
so far uh, we have about like a dozen people that are going to be participating in that and I've asked them all to uh, submit something by the end of the month so we're going to start kind of like what you did as far as posting on our wall we're going to start posting those on our wall in the coming weeks so if people want to keep an eye out for that you'll might learn some interesting tidbits about um you know local celebrities sure and uh there are also different themes that come up in the Finding Your Roots PBS show. Uh, for example, yeah. I believe at some point you asked the question of your audience, did you ever uncover a family mystery? Did you, you get responses to that? We haven't um, with that specifically. One of the themes that did get a lot of response was on Irish roots. There were a lot of people who responded to um, our Irish roots theme, which was very cool. Where you know people were saying, you know, oh well, my you know my family's from this county in Ireland, and you know they date back to this, and you know my my ancestors used to do this as a living, and you know just talking about really really interesting, um, you know, cool things about their about their ancestral past. Um, mm. You know, other themes. Uh, have included, you know, or they're going to be including uh, if you have any military, you know, family history, any um, any veterans in your family that you're really proud of, maybe someone that served in the Civil War, even the you know American Revolution, or maybe they served, you know, in you know in their own where they were from, you know, in a war um, in whether it's you know Africa or somewhere in Europe, you know, during one of those um, uh, wars or or in another American you know war, but abroad as well. So. Mm -hmm. Well, a couple of points. I did see the uh, most recent uh, uh, Gates show, Henry Lewis, Skip Gates, as you said. Like, let me yeah. ask you in a moment. I mean, I, I, I've seen that on Wikipedia. That's his nickname, but I'd never heard that before. But anyway, I recently saw his Irish uh, or show with people, you know, Irish Americans, and the two were quite an interesting pick. Bill O'Reilly, who's probably uh, kind of diametrically opposite Gates in terms of politics, and then maybe the more oh, simpatico yeah. figure, Bill Maher. Um, so the um, Irish roots are um, you know, covered quite a bit on this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just the fact that those two were actually related, too, that they, they found that. Well, that's right. That was the point, wasn't it? They had a common ancestor, right? Yeah. I mean, who who would have thought? <laughs> Like well, that's what you find out, you know, when this sort of thing happens. In fact, one, um, you know, that, that I was, again, I was just looking online and that incident mm -hmm. involving uh, Gates, Professor Gates and the Cambridge police officer. I don't know if your eyes are rolling. Saying, Why is he bringing that up? But anyway, that was <laughs> back in two, 2009. Uh, Gates was arrested for disorderly conduct when he returned to his own home and the officer didn't think he lived there or something like that and Gates maybe got a little heated and they got uh, a charge of disorderly conduct and ultimately the new then new president sort of uh, you know calmed the waters by inviting them both down to the White House for a beer but then Gates is saying that he and the policeman have a common ancestor oh I didn't see okay I didn't know that yeah apparently <laughs> he's you know according well again according to Wikipedia he's said that over yeah. the years or, or, you know, some years, some years later. I, you know, again, I am kind of interested in his persona because he gets so excited about this when he's talking to the people. And in an odd yeah. way, it can be, you know, it can be very uh, uh, sort of heartwarming or in many sometimes troubling shows. Like, for example, they're talking about uh, 
uh, and, you know, African-American slavery or about right. the Irish uh, potato famine and things like that. But also there's a, there's a lot of humor, it seems to me, that uh, Gates brings to it. Yeah, he, I haven't met him personally, uh, maybe at some point. Um, but, uh, but yeah, he's, he seems very likable, you know, on the show. And then, you know, just, um, just from kind of interacting with him digitally, you know, on, on Twitter, especially and a little bit on Facebook, you know, he's been, he's been very nice and sharing a lot of our, um, you know, some of the things that we've been putting out there. So you're right. Also, you know, speaking as I am like a fan, I was interested Mm -hmm. to read online that, you know, it's this stage of my life. I walk with a cane. He walks Mm -hmm. with a cane. I must say he does it much more elegantly than I do, but apparently he was, injured when he was very young and uh, the physician uh, somehow didn't treat it properly and that's the occasion for his uh, you know mild disability there oh i also didn't know that <laughs> well, i tell you I'm sort of a fount i hope not of misinformation for you but uh, <laughs> danielle <laughs> but i i am interested in uh, the show as is probably obvious another thing i saw on uh, online from WMHT or some somebody that was posting in, in connection with this program and your social media campaign that it says that you're going to have a, a videotaping session or recording session with a group called A Village. Are you familiar with, I, I'm just curious what that is. It's a, sounds like it has something to yeah. do with family history. Yep. They are a group, um, actually a village is a group in Albany in the South End. It's just, it's a community organization. Um, they, I think they promote a lot of just, you know, um, community unity working together and um, their meetings are always, you know, a, a lot of fun. So we're going to be going there in February, uh, like you said. Um, and yeah, there and also we're going to be at the Rensselaer County Historical Society for Troy Night at Troy, for Troy Night Out this February as well. Mm-hmm. So for anybody that would want to join us, um, we'd love to have um, you know people again you know bring in you know family heirlooms, uh, family photos. Uh, but again, you know, like you said, we're going to be having uh, people doing video. So we'd love to have people you know talking about. Uh, they're what they do know and you know if and anything you know going along with some of our themes you know if their family might might have you know traveled a great distance to get home or um maybe you know like i said maybe they have a, a veteran in the family that they're very proud of or uh, or some you know irish roots i think a lot of people in this area have a lot of irish roots um or you know in some ways just you know in general with uh what they're proud of in their family legacy or maybe some family mysteries that they've been wanting to uh, solve themselves of course, Finding um, Your Roots is a produced television show, and you know, just like with a cop show, you know, they solve the crime and the minutes allotted, they they come up with the answers uh, to the ancestry of the celebrities they're talking with during the show. But not that you would. I guess I'm just sort of fishing with this one. I mean, do you know how they do it, uh, or you know, who Gates is working with? I mean, obviously he can't do this work himself. I wouldn't think. You know, but they. You know, they always show like a B-roll of, of somebody working, you know, with documents, you know, pouring over them, sometimes even with the gloves on so they don't hurt them and with a microscope. Uh, I wonder who does all that work. Well, you know, I guess speaking as a, a formal, former journalist, you know, there are a lot of resources out there that you can find, you know, in your libraries, you know, whether it's, 
you know, the state library, um, even like newspaper archives, uh, things like, I mean, or going to, you know, on the federal level or other state level with, uh, I know, for example, one of the, um, one of the past episodes they found, you know, uh, I think rosters of people who were traveling, you know, via ship from Europe and, you know, on that roster were, you know, that's where they find, found my Rudolph's um, ancestor and his, his actual name wasn't Rudolph. I think it was like Rudolfsky and she's actually Lithuanian and she didn't know that. So um, it's finding those sort of, you know, I think after working in genealogy for so long, they know of those sort of resources that are out there that people might not necessarily think of. And I think he has a good mix on the show, you know, in terms of the, the people that come on and whatever the topic is. Like when they, I think maybe the last uh, show they did on Jewish heritage, uh, they had Tony Kushner, or Tony Kushner, the playwright, and um, Carol King, the singer, but also the lawyer, Alan Dershowitz. And it turned out that his great-grandfather had started the first Hasidic uh, synagogue in Brooklyn. And it seems they're always turning up something like that. Yes, they, yeah, it is really cool. Like, just in general, like, I've been learning a lot of, uh, on the show just about people that you hear of in whether it's, you know, media or movies, TV. It's just, it's, it's really interesting. Yeah, I wonder if any ever happens, you know, they do somebody and they say, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am, sir, we, we just didn't find anything interesting about you. We'll have to move on. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's always, always something, something interesting in someone's, you know, past, I think. Yeah. All right. Well, Danielle Sanzone, a social media coordinator at WMHT Telecommunications. Mm -hmm. I thank you very much for talking with us. We've been talking about uh, social media outreach that the local public television stations doing for the national PBS program, Finding Your Roots with Henry Louis Gates, uh, Jr., and you can uh, access what, uh, well, but let me ask you again. Can you explain how people can uh, get involved in this, uh, Danielle? Yep. Uh, they can go to either our Facebook page, which, again, is um, uh, facebook.com uh, slash public media WMHT, or they can just search WMHT. Um, and we have several posts up already about finding your roots. Uh, we just posted something yesterday about the next episode coming up next week with uh, Richard Branson. And they can comment on those posts uh, with their own stories. It doesn't have to be with the theme. I know uh, next week's theme is um, if a, a family member has ever been an innovator and shaped, you know, our, our, our times, basically, you know, shaped anything in our, our current history. Um, but they can either respond to that theme or not. Uh, they can also go to our, uh, our Twitter um, and again, search WMHT on, on there, and we have posts on there as well. They can either respond to those or just, you know, tweet us as well on, on there. And, uh, or also search WMHT.org or go to WMHT.org slash finding your roots. Uh, and there's a lot of information on there as well. And as you had said, we're going to be at a village uh, in February and the Troy Night Out uh, at the Rensselaer County Historical Society in February as well. Well, thank you, uh, Danielle. Danielle Sanzone, social media coordinator at WMHT. Have a good day. Thank you, Bob. The story that has uh, got posted on the Facebook page of WMHT and the PBS show, Finding Your Roots, is The Roughneck and the Cook, or that's what I titled the story, when it ran in my first book, which is Stories from the Mohawk Valley. Just want to tell you a little bit more about it. The story begins with my grandmother, my mother's mother, Margaret Cook, who was living in Randall, New York, 
uh, just uh, you know at the outbreak of World War One, her husband had died. He was uh, a store proprietor in Randall and was uh, apparently suffered a, a heart attack or something of that kind on his way to deposit receipts from the store in Fonda. He was hitching up the horse and wagon when he collapsed and died, uh, leaving my grandmother with uh, three small children, the, her uh, son, Yates, uh, a daughter, Jane, and a daughter, Julia, and Julia was uh, my mother. So coincidentally, the war started, and the government started guarding the Erie Canal, or then was commonly called the Barge Canal. In fact, as the Barge Canal, it had just been rebuilt, uh, putting the canal in the bed of the Mohawk River, and they were afraid that the uh, canal might be attacked by saboteurs. So soldiers were sent to guard the locks. I presume they did it at all the locks, but I know they did it at Lock 13, which is in Randall. If you're familiar with the topography there, my grandmother and her family were on the south shore of the River Canal in Randall. The soldiers were in Yost's, which is on the north side, but they could cross over to Randall on the canal bridge. So my grandmother started feeding the soldiers and otherwise mothering them, and they really uh, responded. One of them took pictures of uh, the soldiers and uh, my grandmother and even some of uh, her children, uh, and that album has come down to me, and that's what we uh, posted as a picture on the Facebook page of uh, WMHT. And one of the soldiers did the book, apparently, and he gave uh, sort of interesting captions uh, to the pictures. The one that we used online was Cook and the Midnight Mechanic, just showing my grandmother uh, next to uh, one of the soldiers, and I'm not really sure why he was called the Midnight Mechanic. My mother, who was a young girl at the time, uh, she's pictured, and her caption is Julia, the Queen of Randall. One of my grandmother's boys is identified uh, because of a clipping that's pasted in the photo album from a newspaper in 1917. The article quotes Private William J. Allen of Fonda of Company C of the 2nd Regiment of the New York Infantry, one of the guards of Barge Canal Lock 13, quote, Private Allen writes that Mrs. Cook is a widow with three small children. She's been cook for the boys at Yost's since the war broke out, and 14 of her boys are in France, and even more are in training camps. She has mothered them all, and the boys look to her for smiles and other necessities, as well as for their daily meals. The article continues, Mrs. Cook has seven Liberty Bonds and is buying war stamps. She asked for her change in thrift stamps, of which she had several books. The boys in France who boarded with her say she does not forget, but sends them cigarettes or money to buy them. She's now sending Christmas gifts. Her constant thought is to keep the boys happy and contented with Army life. Private Allen wishes there were more who would buy bonds and help the government to bring the boys back to America, unquote. When the war ended in 1918, Margaret Cook and her children moved to Amsterdam, where she continued cooking, running a boarding house at 107 and a half Forbes Street in the East End. She lived with us when I was young and used to make me bread and jam every night before I went to bed. Margaret Cook died in 1953 at age 80. And that's the story on the Historian's Podcast today. 
do want to remind you that we have the campaign underway uh, to preserve the Historian's Podcast. It's a GoFundMe campaign, which you can access at the website GoFundMe.com forward slash Historians 2016. You can also donate by mail. You can make out a check to Bob Cudmore. Send the check to Bob Cudmore, 125 Horseman Drive in Scotia, New York, 12302. That's making out the check to Bob Cudmore. Send to Bob Cudmore at 125 Horseman Drive, Scotia, New York, 12302. Uh, this uh, fund campaign will cover the production expenses that we have for uh, the Historian's Podcast. And it's been great uh, getting in touch with uh, some of the uh, listeners who've been uh, sending in uh, little notes along with their uh, contributions. We appreciate that uh, very much. We've been doing uh, the podcast now since early in uh, 2014, and we're getting awful close to episode 100. Thanks for listening to the Historian's uh, Podcast. I'm Bob Cudmore. <laughs>